Hey, Ben. I'm here. All right. Hey, Ben. uh, Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time to to come join us. I know you're right in the middle of uh, a lot of work, so thanks so much for uh, hopping on with us. Oh, you know, it's been 12 hours at this point, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've been, you're work, tell us what you're working on. I'm working on a 21-foot uh, contender bay boat center console. Oh. It's uh, you doing on it? just a one-step uh, polish and wax just to get them ready to go out this weekend. Oh, nice. 12 hours, though, huh? That's brutal. Are you by yourself? I am. <laughs> so, Ben, I've got also DJ with uh, Eco Green on with us. What's up, man? Long time no see. It's been a while. Hey, uh, was it was it Seema we met formerly? Yeah. You and your wife? And then, yeah. Uh, I, I missed out on all the fun. I missed out on all the fun at, uh, at Mobile Tech, but maybe next year. <laughs> Hey, so Ben, tell us, uh, tell us your business. Tell us who you are. Give us some background info on on you. Uh, so it's a it's a totally green detailing company, uh, like you guys up in uh, Oklahoma. It uh, it's powered totally by solar panels, so there's no generator, there's no gas pressure washer. It's mostly doing uh, waterless washing except for the really gross stuff. It still carries a pressure washer and everything like that. And uh, just runs around seven days a week. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Five till about eight. Wow. Yeah. Hustling. <laughs> Every day I'm hustling. It's only warm so long here in Florida. You got to get it while you can. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Really? <laughs> really? Wow. How the hell do you keep going? Seven Sunscreen. Sunscreen and three gallons of water. Sunscreen <laughs> and water. Sunscreen and water. Nice. What's what's your business name? Uh, it's Green Clean Detail. Green Clean Detail. We like the name Green Clean. Yes. But I think you spell yours with the uh So it's uh, G-R-E-E-N-C-L-E-E-N. It was a decision 10 years ago, and I've, I've been writing it out ever since. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, when we our, our water list is also called Green Clean, but we took the C and changed it to a K. So that's how we, we made a play on it. Got to be different somehow. Got to, got to. So what made you get into uh, detailing, Ben? Uh, I was 16 and needing a job. Okay. <laughs> What so? But what made you want to go? Like, tell us the story. Like, you're 16. You need a job. Like, why detail? Yeah, it started. Uh, it started in the back of a Subaru dealership that my friend's dad owned, and then uh, it kind of snowballed from that. I did painting for a while, and then uh, I decided to start my own company. And as it, as been, it, how long has Green Clean been in business? 2010. So eight years. 2010. Nice. And uh, around the same time, my wife was looking for a new car and didn't want to rely on petroleum anymore because she's a big fat hippie. And uh, we researched. Did you just call uh, your wife fat? No, he's I, I did. 
<laughs> and uh, you were trying to cover for him, but I was like, well, I think he just called his wife fat. Is that fat with the pH? Are we gonna go? Yeah, yeah this is Florida. No, we don't spell things correctly. Yeah, that's true. It's that. So it's it's that, good, uh, it's that good. good Florida education. I, I listen to every once in a while uh, weird AF news. Yeah, and he always has stories on about people in Florida, and it's always the most craziest thing. Like, really, what's the deal with people in Florida? I think it's the sun. I think I think it messes with people. It messes with me. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we were looking into uh, other other fuel sources, and we settled settled on biodiesel, and uh, we started filtering our own fuel from restaurants for her Jetta that we converted to burn. Uh, fire grease and we did that since 2004 2005 and uh until that became a federal felony you run the jet off of fryer grease we used to and then it became a federal felony for highway use tax evasion and we were not allowed to operate on publicly maintained roads because uh we were not paying to maintain said roads hmm because you weren't buying fuel, which has because I wasn't buying fuel, which is taxed. Yeah, if I bought like real biodiesel or diesel, it would have been okay. But the uh, work truck I was out of was a uh, '94 Ford ambulance body that was getting about six miles to the gallon, and I couldn't justify switching to diesel. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I remember when there was a craze around here where people were going to like Waffle House or even any restaurant and just collecting all their, their basically it was their fat waste, all their grease. Um, and then it stopped and I never knew why. So it's, that's why it's it was a federal mandate. Yeah. That, uh, that was Obama and his change. Fuck that <laughs> damn big government, those Democrats. I'll tell you what, man. Those damn Democrats. All the time. All right, we're not getting political. No, no but so, uh, so after that, I bought a little gas van and put solar panels on the top of it because I was already set up to run off of the uh, the veggie oil and 12 volts, and I just found a different charge solution. And uh, now it just sits in parking lots absorbing power, and that's that. <laughs> He's like, fuck you, big government. <laughs> fuck I'm you. I don't, I, don't, I don't listen to a generator. I don't smell gasoline. It just runs. Wow, that's awesome. That's uh, and I remember we did a little interview with you because we were fascinated. We were sitting there at Mobile Tech Expo, and you told us we were like, "Hold on, wait!" And like we had to go out and see it. Oh yeah, in the middle of the night, we're like, "Let's go look at it." Sure, it's dark. Why not? <laughs> yeah, but it's legit. Like you, you legitimately put solar panels on top of the van. Like, how'd you come up with that idea? Like, what even, what even made you think of it? And then. How'd you go about trying to figure it out? Uh, necessity. I needed a charging solution that wasn't uh, petroleum powered. That's yeah. that's really it. And so, uh, was, so, did that derive from a financial need, or a green environmental need, or a fuck you big government need? Uh, a green need. Um, kind of like using green chemicals. I really enjoy my fingertips not splitting apart from using acids and harsh degreasers. And uh, we have a we have an electric car. And I don't know, just kind of one thing fell into another. 
So it starts green. Does it does it eventually help financially? I would think, right? I like to tell myself so. There's no maintenance on it. Um, so the biggest wear, the biggest wear item is the batteries, and those last me about three or four years, and they're about two hundred bucks a piece. So I mean. Everything has its costs. I think it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier flipping switches than uh, starting a generator or uh, pull starting a pressure washer every uh, every client I go to. The generator, you got to fill with gas with the generator. You've got to get it serviced. You've got to change the oil. you got to listen to the damn thing for eight, well, 12 hours a day, seven days a week for you. <laughs> yeah. And like uh, when I go into uh, these cute little resort condominiums, they're like, you can't make noise. And, no problem. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And they're like, show me. And I show security, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess you can come on property. That doesn't so seem like a go places that no one else can go. Pretty yes. Much. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, does you know, van... like water restrictions or noise restrictions or stuff like that. Yeah. Does the van run off of gas still, or is it all solar panels? Oh, the van is still gas because we live in America and we refuse to import the electric version. There is an electric version of my van that they have over in Europe and Japan uh, based on the, uh, the Leaf. It's basically like the Nissan Leaf, but in a van body platform. Mm-hmm. So it'll still get 150 miles to a charge and uh, have the same carrying capacity. But we chose not to import that. them. They have that uh, that zenith, but it's massive, way too mm-hmm. big for what you. So I'm um, I'm hopeful of one day converting it or uh, getting my wife a new car and stripping the leaf out and putting everything and downsizing into a leaf. <laughs> How the hell could you do that? Uh, less water tanks. Yeah, I mean, right right now I'm sitting on. Like, it's a little like a city sprinter van. So I have a cage. So I only have, what is that, maybe four by six in the back? Yeah. So, I mean, if I strip out the passenger seat and the leaf and all the other seats, I feel like it's kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> I can make it happen. Yeah. So what does it cost? Like, how does that, what does it cost to, to put the solar panels on top of I mean, how, how much does that cost you overall? Uh, the panels are a hundred bucks, hundred bucks a piece, basically a uh, dollar a watt. So they're all hundred watt panels. I have five panels. That's 500 bucks. Charge controller is about $200 and that maintains, uh, the battery life, uh, versus how many amps each battery is getting. And you can run all your equipment all day long on that, right? Yeah. Uh, I've been working since five o'clock this morning and right now they're sitting at 13.4 volts taking in 8.9 amps and they're 12 like the panels themselves you have the garage your your unit and i mean how does are they how can can they be damaged i mean you have to replace them what's the i mean they could be damaged it's it's tempered glass just like any solar panel or or any of the solar panels could be damaged you know cross your fingers hope they have a coating on them, so I don't have to clean them. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Yeah, it's very badass. Like, yeah, um, so what's the by, uh, hail or uh, you know a branch? I gotta I gotta cut them off and put a new one on there. But it's just an extra, I mean, hundred bucks. I mean, that's yeah. Crazy. I mean, 
It's better than replacing a sunroof. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, how does somebody that wants to do something like that, I mean, what, how would they even start? They should put me in touch with a good franchise lawyer. That's a great answer. But you don't have time for all that. I mean, you work seven no, days. No, I, I really don't. <laughs> oh, um, do some research. Do some math. I, uh, I calculated uh, how many minutes I used each piece of equipment and uh, calculated the amp hours that I would need and built my battery bank accordingly. And, uh, yeah, it's mostly just math. Not like hard math. Just so speaking of math, like, cause I'm sitting here, we're sitting here, like, and it blew me away when I saw it in person. But you know, now it's just it always makes me go, wow, that's that's insane. So what kind of like, when you were growing up, were you a smart guy? Were you a were you a bookworm? Um, I mean, who? Uh, no, I you? I sleep when I read. It's awful. My 11-year-old my <laughs> makes fun of me because I, I try to read bedtime stories, and I'll pass out before he will. Um, oh, yeah. My kids never got bedtime stories, man. <laughs> my kids but, uh, read me bedtime stories because I just I can barely read. Um, no, yeah, I was, I was a little skater punk kid. Didn't, didn't apply myself real hard. So I didn't make it through college, and I started working. So you've been doing it eight years, right? Just like me. Uh, yeah, that's I uh, started the company. Yeah, yeah, same here. So, are you just gonna keep it small like you're doing it now, and just keep grinding it out, and then just? I think so. At this point, um, on like, I was kind of joking about the franchise lawyer thing, but I'm thinking about no, that's smart. Dabbling into trailer sales, and right now I'm in between franchising it out and just doing powered trailers with like a pressure washer and all the uh waterless pumps because like i have all of uh the waterless spray on a hundred foot cord all feeding off of a 15 gallon tank so i don't have to carry around little water bottles with me and i can just shoot down the vehicle and go and it makes it super easy so you much rather much rather sell the um yeah, just sell the trailers and like show people how to use it and be done with it rather than uh, put my name on it, put my insurance on it, do all that. Like I'd, I'm down for being helpful and making you successful, but. Yeah, and making a little coin for such genius idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like, so, I, think, I like to think it's a smart idea. <laughs> what well, is? I mean, it, it, so, you know, the reason why we reached out to you was we wanted to do like an environmental podcast to chat through some different ideas of ways that detailers can be environmentally conscious and 15 minutes into the conversation, we can finally get to the podcast. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. We're still mesmerized by what you do. Like it's no, well, really talked incredible. To, like talked to him for hours upon hours before. Yeah. But it's still it, so like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, like, like it's still always like been. They're fucking badass. What's like, your What's your Instagram handle so guys can find you right now while they're listening? What's your Instagram? Oh God, uh, Green Clean Florida. What is it? I think it's Green Clean Florida. Like, yeah, I think that's right. 
So I know you're, I know you're working still. And so once again, thank you so much for taking away your time. Um, I'm like three quarters of the way done with that. I'm good. I got do what? two more hours of sunshine down here in Florida. Oh, so you're, you're done. Okay. So your Instagram handle is at green clean FL FL. That's E E yeah. not E A N. So, so, you know, we're, we're done. So we popped open a golden one Belgian style blonde ale that DJ picked up from a Oklahoma city local brewery called Anthem. And, um, so, you know, in this podcast, we always talk about beer, it's pints and polishing. So, um, DJ, I mean, what do you think, what made you, what made you grab this beer? Um, it was it the blonde chick on the label. No, I'm not a fan of her. No, whatsoever. But uh, I like Belgium style. Um, the uh, obviously the, the uh, obviously the seven percent got me too. Yeah, of course. Seven percent's good for uh, just a regular blonde beer. I mean, that's because that, a lot of times blondes can be really um, bitchy. <laughs> bitchy would be seven percent. Oh. They can be under. <laughs> How yeah? How do we go politically correct on this statement? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, delayed. I, I just wanted a nice like summer, like nice crisp. This it's week. been warm here. Yeah, it's been very very warm it's here. Been so. warm, seasonably warm because we're not even really traditionally into summer yet. We went. Well, we're straight summers. We went winter summer. Like yeah. we literally did. We not went feel winter sp- rain summer. We had rain. Didn't we? I thought we had a little bit. Ah, uh, we had weeks of rain. Yeah, it was yeah, horrible. Like, but we haven't had like a great spring of like seventy degree weather for weeks and weeks at a time. No, 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 no. no, no, no it no. went straight from cold and rain to hot, which is fine. I love the heat. What's it? What's the temperature down there in Florida? <laughs> oh no, let me go start my truck and I'll tell you. It's probably pushing ninety. Now, do you guys have a lot of humidity with being right there on the ocean? Oh yeah, it's it's sits at 100% when he's when you do stuff on the docks it's uh it's just wet is it's 93 degrees right now yeah so we're sitting 97 yeah, degrees with 40% so. humidity it's a crazy world yeah so anyway i mean it is a good choice dj i mean it's it's a very it's not my favorite by any means but it's... well we're already 15 minutes into the podcast now 18 but at at 15 we were already grabbing another beer it's so hot as hell with well, it's a smooth drink it's, yeah it's right? def- definitely definitely drinkable and oklahoma city i mean it's the breed oklahoma city so right it's... the other blonde if anybody ever goes to twin peaks twin peaks has a blonde ale that's really good too and I mean, I don't know what the blonde part. I think it's probably um, what's been interesting. We've been doing these uh, little Sunday discussions with Mason, Mason, where we go and uh, interview a guy that actually used to own a brewery. And he fills us in on a lot of great information. So if anybody kind of like geeks out on beer, which I like to, he gives us a lot of great information. And so... I'll have to ask him in one of these, like, what makes it blonde? Like, and I bet you it has something to do with the the hops or, you know, the maybe it's the malt. I'm not sure. So we'll figure that out. But, you know, the ale part is, is probably what gives it the flavor. The blonde is definitely the look of it. I mean, it's a, it's golden. So 
Interesting. So, all right. So let's go in. Let's dive into our topic of discussion. Uh, ben, that's a really great background story. You definitely hold probably if we went nationwide, one of the most greenest companies, I would say like super green. Absolutely. Um, so that we wanted to bring you on um, to discuss environmental, you know, like how as detailers we affect the environment. Okay. So, um, I think it's a good thing for us to look at. Most of us, I would say, if, if you thought of detailers in Oklahoma and then Ben, tell us about Florida. Like, do you think detailers, whether they're at a dealership, they're a self-owned company like you two, DJ and Ben, or like they work at a car, like either way, do you think detailers care about the way they infect the environment? Absolutely not. No, not at all. Not at all. Why is that? DJ? It's all about about getting done quick, making the most money. I mean, there's all different ways to being green, you know, in your operations. But it's, I don't know. I I guess selfish is not the word, but it's just all about. No, it is. Like, it it makes your life easier. Like right. whatever what, what makes life easier what makes life easier is completely against being environmentally conscious in, in any in any any aspect, right? It's easier to just, you know, throw something out the or throw something away and not recycle it. It's easier to, you know, use plastic cups opposed to using reusable bottles or uh, it, in in all aspects. So definitely easier to be selfish, right? And anything. Yeah, like I, I tried to uh, take on uh, a couple employees this year, and uh, one guy was like, "Man, I'll be honest with you, I just sit in people's cars running their air conditioning." And I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> really? You just run the AC the whole time you're working in the car?" Yeah, but all the doors are open. Well, yeah, but it's blowing cold air on me. Well, no. okay. <laughs> We're going Uber Green Bin, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now we're going DJ Green Bin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because there is, there is. I'm sorry, but when I'm out, I've got crews out that are detailing at a job site for four hours on a on a vehicle. When they get on the interior of the vehicle, and it's like 110 degrees or what? I mean, it is stupid hot outside. I am not opposed to them turning on the car for you know for how long they need to blow the ac while they're doing the interior just to stay cool because i don't want them to die or have a heat exhaustion or whatever so you're too compassionate yeah i am <laughs> and i also have several team members that i don't want to go anywhere either so <laughs> it's either me say hey suck it up be green or you know i don't know so so what's your deal with somebody running the AC? like that <laughs> it just never is like, it is. I'm doing that like I don't know. If you, if you move quickly enough, you have wind resistance, and it's like air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so most detailers, in a sense, are not environmentally conscious. And so besides running a car so that you can get AC while you're cleaning it with the doors open... Um, what are some other ways that detailers are not environmental? Using pressure washers, using giant tanks of water. 
the chemicals they use. I mean, the list goes on and on. All right, so let's let's start with the water. So I know DJ is pretty passionate about that. Um, you're passionate about it. Like, what is it about a power washer and water that is bad for the environment? Uh, DJ, do you use pressure washers at all? No. No, not at all. Nope. Not even for like I don't, I don't cars. Even, I don't even own one. <laughs> That's sweet. You know, oh, oh, I do own one. There's one in the warehouse that's been there for. <laughs> it's in the back corner. It's in the back. <laughs> so I had to buy it because we landed this account one day that had it was just tractors and trailers and horse tra- and all this crap. And I'm like, only way to service this account is yeah. to use water. So I mean, it's on this big farm and stuff. So we bought it for that purpose alone. But when we when the account, you know, when we're done with that account, I mean, we we I've never used it since. He literally does. He the problem is he said he doesn't own one. That's why I gave him the stink eye. I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. It sits in the back of the <laughs> I warehouse, own one, but I don't. And it hasn't been used in years. It's been yeah, it's been years. <laughs> so all right. So but what is it about water? I mean, like we're in Oklahoma. You're in Florida. You got water all around. Like, what's the problem with somebody using water? I don't get it. Your water becomes my water. What do you mean? Your water flows down into the Gulf. It's all the same. Okay, so I'm a detailer. I'm mobile. I'm cleaning a car. It all, runs, it all runs into the watershed, and it all runs uh, downstream. And it all comes, it either ends up either down here or out east or west. It's all so, going into the oceans. So what's the big deal? That's what I'm saying. Like, who cares? Why? Why should somebody care? Because it's killing everything. <laughs> the same thing it does to your skin, it does to uh, the fish, it does to all the the plant life. It creates all the dead zones in the uh, the Gulf, with, along with... Uh, it's the same... Like, all of the... Uh, all the petroleum-based, uh, not the nitrates. What am I thinking of? Uh, fertilizers that they use. It's all this. It's all the same crap in the degreasers and the soaps and everything. It all just runs down, and it's it's not supposed to be there. Okay, I get it, but I still am going to be the devil's advocate and say, so what? Like, what's the point? Like, why does it matter? Do you remember Houston last year? <laughs> no. What do you mean? No, no, you don't remember the hurricanes that just sat there for uh, a week and a half and dumped like forty inches of rain for no reason. Okay. Yeah. It it's all it everything is uh being affected by what we're doing, and if we don't affect it less, it's not going to get any better. I help. Fill in the blanks because I'm still confused. What does the hurricane have to do with the guy using a power washer? It's affecting um, how the heat is dissipating in the oceans and how everything is uh, interrelated to each other. It's, it's all interconnected. What, what you use in your water, say, in Oklahoma. God, where the hell is Oklahoma? It's oh, got to flow. It's got to flow into the Mississippi. It's it's right yeah. above Texas. Oh yeah. So your watersheds go into the Mississippi River, eventually, right. which dump out right into the Gulf of Mexico, right. which uh, is 
we have we're pretty far from it like by 300 miles or so so we still have nice blue water but once you get like alabama mississippi it just turns brown and nasty from all the shit coming down from the country not like literal shit just like environmental shit and and what does that do it like besides it just doesn't look the same why is it, it bad it changes the uh the ph level of the water it changes uh did, didn't i tell you i dropped out of college like really <laughs> <laughs> like i'm 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 not trying to come at you. I mean, you know me. I'm, I'm, Mar- Mar- Marty's trying to get you to explain to all the listeners. Yes, that's like, and, 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 and I'm just no yeah. in layman's and, terms. And, and, and why? Okay, listen, hold, just try to educate or almost like convince someone to be like, you know what? Maybe I should put this power washer down and consider using a water list. That's kind of where we're going with this. Is like when I was working for dealerships, my fingertips were cracked to shit, like awful. Like, I couldn't even see my fingerprints from all the degreasers. It's all the, all the nice things about using chemicals where it separates all of uh, the dirt from the fibers and everything. It does the same thing to your skin. It does the same thing to the water. It does the same thing to the fish that it comes in contact with. It kills the plants. Like, we're... So I get, I'm just, I like, literally, I'm just saying, cause I've had the same debate with guys and that that's why I'm, I'm just trying to get some more like DJ's right. Like I'm just trying to, cause I know that somebody that's listening and they're going to go screw that. Screw, like, so what? Like, so it goes to a waterway and it gets diluted and it's going to be diluted with all this other water and we're going out to the ocean. Like who cares? Like, and so that's why I'm saying like, why should somebody really for about three cents a car versus a couple dollars a car using regular chemicals? That's why. That's why you should care. If it's not about the environment, it's the bottom line. Because when you use concentrates and do everything waterlessly, you're saving way more money than buying all these different chemicals to do one specific purpose that you know, you just have to keep on board with you. Like, whenever I switched to waterless, it it cut my costs considerably. Not even thinking about using gas for a pressure washer or, you know, the amount of water or the amount of gas I would have to spend to lug water around to do said job. It was, it cost me this much for a gallon of ready-to-use fluid and it only takes me, what, three quarters of a gallon to use a car or to do a car? It's a, it's so, a saving measure. So I, for me, if I'm going to not go environmental, um, I'm, and, and we're talking what it's going to do to help save me, I'm going to say it's saving me time. Like, like legitimately I can go around a car using, you know, we've got a waterless. That's what I'm saying. Like, of course I'm on, like, I, I've got a little bit of hippie in me. I used to run around in the nineties with like hemp bracelets and going to, um, you know, listen to Dave Matthews all the time. And I was that, like, that's how I grew up. Like I was, I was always, um, I don't, I don't want to say environmental. I just kind of grew up with uh, 
being aware. I didn't have anything, and I just kind of was earthy. I cared about the earth. Um, my one of my favorite subjects in high school was environmental science of all things like from from the the classes i remember from high school i liked spanish professor the next class i remember really enjoying was environmental (laughs) science and we toured like trash facilities we studied the effects on you know what we do to the environment and it really like resonated with me so i like I I feel that I am concerned with the environment and um but at the same time I fight the system of, of of why does it matter like if I'm a detailer like why does it matter what I'm doing like it, it like it really doesn't matter so for me the one thing that that waterless has done when when we brought in waterless to Oklahoma DJ and I did in 2008 and the, one of the most immediate things we found is, like DJ's even said it, he was able to go around his car. What were you driving? A Ford? Well, 1999 Ford Contour. A 99 Ford Contour. Nice. He was just starting out, what, uh, 20? Were you 20 years old? 19? 19. You know, so not money to go buy a big trailer and go do all that. And he was able to go clean cars out of the back of a car, like, to start a business out of the back of a Ford Contour is fucking badass. Like that's that's pretty cool. So there's that aspect, but to me, it's the time. the The amount of time that you save, if the car doesn't have caked on mud, right, mm-hmm. and it's just regular dirt, regular, you know, whatever, you can wash legitimately wash a car in 15 minutes, and that. That takes away, like, what's your point, Ben, is, like, you don't have to pre-soak the car. You don't have to... You don't have to fill two buckets. You don't have to do... Yeah, none of that. You don't have to wash it and then rinse it and then dry it. You can literally take towels and spray and wipe and you're done. Like, legitimately, 15 minutes, you can wash the car. They don't even have to move the car. It's it's a beautiful thing. So, for me, the savings was my time. And I still... Unless it's a nasty car, I'm still going to waterless the majority of the time. So I think that the big deal for a detailer would be the, the amount of time saving. But we're talking environment. So, all right, let's transition. We only got a little bit more time. Um, let's transition to, besides waterless, what are some other ways that detailers um, can be conscious of the environment? What are some, what are some different things that they could do? Uh, well, it's summertime now, so, you know, we're all drinking water and so forth. I think that's one of the biggest things is just the amount of waste we do because we're, we're on the go all the time. Everything is quick. You know, want to grab a quick bite here, quick thing, this and that. But I think just having like a, um, a reusable bottle or um, whatever those bottles are that keep your, your crap cold forever, that you just rinse out every day instead of going to like right here we have QTs here all over the place and you just go in you buy you get a styrofoam cup or a plastic cup with a bunch of water and ice and so forth every single day there's just a lot of waste that builds up so that's one way you can kind of go green as far as like your day-to-day like water consumption is just getting something that's reusable um, that also benefits you because it stays cold all the time but also you're not wasting cups every single day um, that's just something that came to mind earlier that's a really good point 
Yeah. So what do you guys do, Ben? What do you do for, so basically you're saying you could help conserve plastics. Yeah. I have a a half gallon uh, thermal insulated bottle, like a thermos. And I have uh, three of them that uh, when they're empty, I'll, uh, I'll stop at a gas station uh, and use their, uh, whatever their, uh, their soda fountain is and just refill it with water and go. And then I don't have, they, they don't charge you for water and, uh, it's cold and it'll, it'll stay cold all day. So I leave the house every day with a gallon and a half of water. And sometimes I refill all three of them, depending on if I have garages or not throughout the day. (laughs) Nice. So, um, what about, uh, we talked about waterless and water runoff. Are there chemicals that they could use or not use that would be environmentally helpful? Or what do you guys think? Well, DJ, you do chemicals. So, uh, do you want to lead off? One more time again, Marty. Like we talked about the the why somebody should go waterless versus, um, you know what? Hold on, time out. I'm gonna revert back because this is a question that we get beef back a lot. All right? If you're waterless, you wash a ton of towels. Oh my god! So aren't you using <laughs> more water? And then where's that water going? You know that was a big problem with me switching to waterless because. I didn't want to do it for the longest time. And uh, now that I've done it, I, I wash the same amount of towels that I used to using uh, a foam cannon and a pressure washer. Actually, I think I wash less. There you go. Which you seems crazy. DJ's always running his washing machine. So. Because we have more, like three trucks, like six, seven gallons. Okay, but still, you wash a lot. But So where does that water go versus water that is run off in the street? What's the difference? Volume. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say the volume of water. The, the water that's going through your uh, washing machine is run through the uh, waste treatment plant and it's filtered and it's contained. That's, yeah. What that's goes the into the storage is dumped straight into the rivers, straight into the tributaries, and uh, is totally untreated. Yeah, the the water that goes, if you're just shooting it off off of a car and it's you're following that trail, it's going to run down into the street, which goes into the storm sewers, which to your effect is you're putting a lot of products into the storm sewers, which go out to the river. Whereas if you're washing towels, that goes into a treatment process that gets filtered out by you know whatever uh treatment plant does it so anyway that was a random add thought that runs back through my head like me and i have a separate washing machine that filters down through a charcoal filter and into my garden (laughs) 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 okay I mean, it, I'm a, I'm a one van operation, and if I took my towels home to my wife's washing machine, she would punch me in the face. So there's a trade-off. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's multiple reasons why I have an ex-wife. Um, <laughs> one of them was that because we washed a lot of towels in our home laundry machine. 
Yeah, we got no. That's why I had to put washers up here. Yeah, like we, there's no washing we, towels at home. Women do not like having towels washed in their washing machine. I get it. I get it. Anyway, so I think we were we were talking about what are some other ways that people could be environmentally conscious. What is it as far as I mean? I think that was the question, right? Was what chemicals? You DJ, yeah, okay. So you promote that you use plant-based products. What right. is a plant-based product versus just a tradition? Like there, we get questions about, like, oh, well, how does your product compare to Meg McGuire? So, what's the difference between like a McGuire's or any brand name versus a plant-based product? What every the fuck is a plant-based product. Every all-purpose cleaner is designed to do one thing. It's to, it's an all-purpose cleaner. I mean, it's that's what it's designed to do, but it's, it's, it's what's in it is what makes it, I mean, what it is, I guess you can say. So I mean, I'm not a, um, a scientist or a chemic or whatever the hell. Yeah, exactly. So, but the ingredients that are used in our all purpose cleaners or glass cleaner or leather conditioner or whatever are plant derived. So somehow some genius chemist came up with an idea or the, the way to create a product that has it can produce the same results as any other competitor on the market, but also, but, but be more environmentally friendly and, and, and plant-based. So does it work? It, how is it different? It's plant, it's, it's plant-based. It's, it's safe for the user. It's, it's safe for the per- people that are going to get in the vehicles. It's not caustic. It's not toxic it, it's whatsoever. And that's just, it is what it is. I mean, our products work just as well as any other product on the market. I'm not saying that Meguiar's or anything else is, 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 is a bad cleaner. It's just not, it's not the uh, the safest cleaner you can use or the most environmentally friendly um, product available. So, for instance, like I went and helped a buddy do a detail. He owns a company here in Tulsa um, a couple days ago, and I used all of his. I mean, he's a shop, so I used all of his stuff. I just showed up and helped him work, and uh, I'm like, holy crap! Like I was like, I, I can feel the chemicals in my lungs. Like you were coughing. I was. I was coughing. My my feet. Like I had to wear gloves. Like. He's like, hey, you want to wear a oh, mask? Oh, it's like, when you're not exposed to it all the time, isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I don't need a mask. What do you need a mask to detail the interior for? And uh, after like after ten minutes, I'm like, holy crap, man! Like this is like that like it it was different. Like it, so then I was just like, you know what? It reminded me of like you know I am doing something good. Like what I'm doing is is definitely uh, it just justified you know everything we've done because I I don't think about it anymore. Like we use plant based cleaners, we use waterless, we're very green. Like it's just what we do. Like, I don't think about it. It's just not a, it's not a thought. It's just like, so on that note, you know, there's a local uh, detailer that also runs a really good training um, class out of here in Tulsa. His name is Manny, right? Manny's been detailing what 30 plus years, I think. Mm -hmm. And really great detailer, long time. And he recently went to, um, get his body examined and he started having, he's got some liver problems from the amount of chemicals that have been interjecting into his body over such a long period of time. So even if detailers aren't concerned about the environment, the amount of chemicals that might be put into your body that are not plant-based might start causing some issues to the person. So a respirator, gloves. I mean, that's not a bad idea if, you know, 
<laughs> if you're going to stick up the middle finger to the environment, at least be concerned about yourself. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, literally, yeah. I mean, like you've been using a certain product and now you go to use another one. You're coughing. I was like, it was, it was horrible. Like I almost wanted to go and get my own, pro- like my own stuff out of my truck just to, just to work on this car and nothing against, you know, who I was working with or anything by any means at all. It's just like, I wasn't, I didn't, I was so used to just what I, can't, I, I can't walk through the, uh, the uh what is that the not the fragrance department but like the uh laundry soap aisle in target like i just can't do it (laughs) (laughs) like it it, it shuts down all of my sensory things and i can't handle it because i i'm not used to all of those it's all petroleum based it's it's not what we're used to and once you cut it out it's like it's like feeding meat to a vegan. They can't do it. It's not processable. <laughs> so what do you do, like, as far as, um, I think one way, as I've started learning about the, uh, the plastics that we use as an industry, my daughter, who lives in California now, has been learning more about the environment. And I was visiting her a couple weeks ago, in San Diego and she was talking to me because we were actually at SeaWorld and we were, she gave me a straw because I needed some coffee and we were drinking and she gave me a straw and it was paper. And I was like, it's a paper straw. Like what? That's, that's real. <laughs> I, I agree. And, and apparently there's a lot of different laws that have passed in California. We went into the grocery stores and by law, they were no longer allowed to sell uh, or they were no longer allowed to use plastic bags. Um, and they weren't allowed to use plastic straws. So they used these paper straws and they had like there's a lot of stuff there that's changing Oklahoma. That's going to take a while. But at the same time, it, it, she was talking about how um, a plastic bag in the water um, a turtle would go up and see it and you can't tell the difference between that and a, uh, a jellyfish, you know, turtles want to eat the jellyfish, but instead they start eating a plastic bag because they can't tell the difference. You can't. Have you ever seen a plastic bag underwater? Um, I personally, no, I have not, <laughs> but I'm just you saying like, your horizon, <laughs> sir. <laughs> like it's, it's a definite issue is, is, is my point. And so a lot of, a lot of the stuff, environmental like and you start looking around whether you're at a dealership there's so many dealerships that their supplier comes in and just brings them a fresh new five gallon container of product and they don't pick up the old container it just gets thrown in the dumpster or car washes even you know like these big drums of soap just get thrown into a dumpster so we've got a lot of stuff plastic-wise that our industry is just dumping large amounts of plastic into whether that's a landfill or wherever it goes. And I think that the, the number on a plastic bag is, what, 400 years that it takes to decompose a plastic bag? Yeah. Or maybe that was a uh, water bottle. Maybe it's a water bottle takes two. It's somewhere around there. It's like four or five years. It's a stupid long number. Yeah, stupid long number for a water bottle. So what does it take for a five-gallon cube or a 55-gallon drum to decompose? A thousand years? 
I uh, I actually use my 55 gallon drums as planters, and the ones the uh, part of them that are exposed to sun, like that don't have dirt on the insides, so they have sun on both sides, like the top lip after they've been cut in half. Um, so far, they're going on 10 years, and they're still just as strong as they, they were. Oh, yeah, I bet. Like, I mean, I think so. My point is, I think there's not only like the chemicals, there's not only like waterless versus traditional, like I don't know that as an industry, we're so much concerned about, well, what about all the plastics that we're dumping into the environment? And so, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a big eye opener. Oh, so, yeah. Anyway. But it's, a, it's a fine line to walk. I mean, most of the vehicles that we work on are made out of plastic. So it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> the struggle is you, recycle, you recycle what you can uh, like all the all the rules are different like i know outside of the city they don't recycle in florida like as far as a state outside of the city of pensacola it's everything just gets thrown in the landfill actually one of the one of the cities lost uh their recycling plant and uh they were just picking up recycling on schedule and just dumping it in the landfill because uh it was easier than shipping it i think uh I think our next option was shipping it to Atlanta from uh, the Gulf Coast to Florida. That was the nearest uh, recycling facility. And the cheaper option was just to pump it into the landfill and say, fuck it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a struggle. It is. So, let, let's, let's review this beer and let's do some closing thoughts. All right. So, DJ, we've got the Golden Wand from Anthem. What do you think of the beer? Give it a rating. That's super drinkable. Like, it just you just keep drinking them, right? So, um, yeah, are you done with your third? Uh, is that two? I played the fifth. <laughs> you <appreciate it. laughs> You're on like six. No, I'm not on six. We have a, a six pack. I'm not on six. That means you wouldn't have had one yet. Um, I mean, I give it a three. It's not like the like the greatest beer, but it's super drinkable. It's it's a hot day. It's definitely doing the trick. Um, it's. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not full blown with like flavors and all kinds of crap by any means at all, but it's definitely. Well, I mean, I think, I think golden ales or the blonde ales, they're not, not going to be big on flavor, right? It's, it's like you're saying, it's drinkable. Like it's, if you want a good drinkable beer, that's not a Coors Light. This, this is a good one for that. Uh... Of course, I still minus on flavor, right? (laughs) You can say that. (laughs) Whatever, Marty. Hey, Ben, what's your favorite? Are you a beer guy? Do you drink beer? Uh, No, I'm a tequila guy. Uh, Beer is beer. Uh, If I'm going to drink a beer, it's going to be Steel Reserve because it's fucking beer. And I'm going to get drunk. Don't ever talk to me again. (laughs) He drinks Steel Reserve. So I've heard of Steel Reserve, but what is it? If you like craft beer, don't even try it. Okay, good deal. It's, it's that simple. It's uh, it's gross. I like your, I like your style, Ben. You, you really it's uh, it's eight point one percent alcohol, and uh, it's a dollar thirty for twenty four ounces. All right, so Ben, next time you're on, we're all gonna get Steel Reserve, and we're gonna no. drink Steel Reserve. No, 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 no. When you get no, that's a bad idea. We're <laughs> no, that's a great idea. Let's do that. 
<laughs> ben does, and his personal time is up, up to Ben. <laughs> okay, we're going to drink tequila. Cool. I'm down uh, with that. So you gave it a three. Um, man, I like Blondales. Mm, I'm going to go with a four. Like, like, this is a beer that I could pick up and drink after mowing the lawn. I could drink this on a Saturday, sitting out on the back porch. Like after you need like a beer to to mow the lawn. You guys are doing it wrong in Oklahoma. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I don't think you heard the last podcast. Marty gets Marty gets inebriated to mow the lawn, like hammered drunk. Like, I don't know, like the neighbors, and then you know. <laughs> That's the best way to mow the lawn. Like, who cares about straight lines? Just enjoy what you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely pre-drinking. There's all kinds. Of, I'm just saying, like, I could definitely see this, like, by the pool or, like, after mowing to sit in on the back patio, just, you know, admiring your non-straight lines. I could definitely see this. Big beer. So I, I'm going to give it a four. I like it. I think it's a good beer. I've always liked Blondale, so... And I like blondes. You do like blondes. I do like blondes. Old ones. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are nuts. Is what it is, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I am totally kidding. I call you old all the time. I am old. You are old, so you like old blondes. All right, so Ben, uh, give us your uh, social media handle again so that uh, anybody can reach out. and I, I would think that... <laughs> There's definitely some interest in, wait, what the fuck did he just say? Does he's got solar panels running his business? So, like, tell us your social media, some info. Hey, hold on. I got to say bye to my client. You guys have a good evening. It's almost done. Okay. Promise it'll be ready to put in the water. You'll be good. (laughs) You guys have a good night. Sorry. No, bro, that's awesome. No, bro, that's the ocean. That, like, that was perfect. <laughs> you're literally on side, so thank you so much for your time. Like, no doubt, man. That's, that's awesome. really awesome. Somebody's got to keep their shit pretty. Um, I am at uh, crap. Instagram would be uh, Green Clean Florida. <laughs> Green Florida. Clean. It's G-R-E-E-N-C-L-E-E-N-F-L, as in Florida. Oh, look, a real millennial taking care of me. I appreciate it. You got it, man. I got you. Anytime. Uh, yeah, Green Clean Detail on uh, Facebook. It's, it's on Google. It's everywhere. Uh, if you're interested in doing it, I'm happy to answer questions and how to do it. It's, it's really easy. When he's not working. Yeah, when I'm not working. Mostly send me an email. If you call me, I'm... I'm you're going to get my wife and she's going to give you some weird answer and just try to book you. <laughs> Are you coming to SEMA? Oh, uh, I might be. We just bought a motorhome, so we might be. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said we got a place to stay? Is that what you just mm-hmm. said? That's what you just said. Uh, uh, up to seven people. Uh, we're only two right here, so we're just- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people are on this, so yeah. But uh, if uh, if I'm going to start delivering trailers, I need something to tow them around, and uh, why not be comfy while doing it? Oh yeah, man. 
Nice job. All right, DJ, what's your social handle? Uh, at DJ Patterson. P.A. Patterson. I mean, everyone knows that's what Patterson Are you sure? DJs and disc jockey, the stupid joke I get all the time. And then Patterson. That's my DJ. Right. Go, DJ. All that crap. P-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N. All right. I'm going to learn how to do that and make that simple. Yours is way easier than mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh. That is what it is. We are at Total Auto Solutions. Hey, Ben, bro, you the man. Thank you so much for taking the time, like, literally while you're on site. That was cool. Yeah, that is badass. Like, you took the time to. I wouldn't do that. I know you I would definitely would think about that. it. I would think about it, but I probably wouldn't. Right. Because I'm selfish. So you're saying Ben's better human than you? Ben's more green than me. And a better human. Ben's more green than me. I'm not human. Because he cares about the pints and polishing podcast enough to take time out of that. Is that what you just said? Ben can be the new host. (laughs) Co host. (laughs) You you heard me try to remember what my handle is. Never mind hosting something. That would be a. That's what my job's for. I I, I keep all the shit here. You just come on. I'll just come on and I'll give my two cents and be obnoxious. That's what I do. No. Perfect. Ben, thanks, bro, <laughs> man. I, I really appreciate it. Um, we will see you at SEMA in your uh, new coach motorhome. I'll bring my pillows and blankets, so don't worry about that. That's all it takes. All right, cool. <laughs> Can we stay on the strip, though? Is that possible? I don't know. Uh, you know what? It's Vegas. Who's going to care? Uh, <laughs> we might have to strip. We can just hire a driver to just like drive this strip as we just like you know, technically that's legal. Yeah, we just have to have someone to drive and we can sleep. It'd be really cool. We hire a driver the whole time. Mm-hmm. We just like sleep and go here, go there. You wake up podcast out the window and oh, <laughs> cool ben thanks for so much bro i hope you have a great night thank you for your time and thank you for uh all that you do for detailing and for the environment and uh hopefully we can get that trailer stuff rolling and you can start uh progressing with everything you want to do hell yeah i'd like to have more people doing it because generators suck (laughs) (laughs) you guys have a good one you too, man. Thanks for your time. See ya. Later.